T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, Chad Cameron, John Ritchie, 94 WIP. Twitter poll question of the day. It's sponsored by PI Dental Center. Your smile is the first thing that others see when they meet you. Learn about and schedule your complimentary evaluation at PIDentalCenter.com. Today's question, are the 2022 Eagles the best Philadelphia sports team you've ever seen? A, yes, B, no. You can vote at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter. Well, Mike Quick's seen an awful lot, including that Eagles game up close and personal Announcing it uh, Sunday at the link and then down on the field with the guys afterwards, conducting some interviews. And Mike joins us right now at a glorious time in Philadelphia sports. Hello, Mike. Hello, gentlemen. How are you? Good, man. Super. Mike, it looked like you were Super. having a ton of fun, man. I saw you on the field. I mean, I, I was not on the field, but I saw a video of you, you know, talking to people. What was yeah. what was that like, Mike? Give us the uh, the sights and sounds of what you saw that, you know, others couldn't see up close and personal right after the game. Just people just out of their head, excited about what this what what this team had just accomplished, and I think even though most of us felt like you could get to this point or this team would get to this point, it's something different when it does happen and you get to be a part of the celebration and all of these kids on the field, um, families of the team, officials of the team, just everybody down on the field enjoying the moment and hugging and just, you know, you know, the city was ablaze all, all night long. Just, I went back and looked at some of the footage of downtown and people just going crazy and all of the establishments on the streets. Um, it's just a beautiful thing because we know how everybody in this area pours into this team. Yeah. Want, want this team to win. They're behind this team. They love this team and everything about the team. So, when we get an opportunity to celebrate like that, 
it, it's just so much fun for all of us. Mike, I was surprised the video of you climbing on top of uh, Billy Penn there at City Hall hasn't made the rounds yet, but wait till that gets out. <laughs> well, I just couldn't help myself. <laughs> All right, so let, let's get real. All right, Mike, um, we'll get to the upcoming game in the last game, but I'm just curious, when you think back to, let's call it the two years, the 4-11-1, the crash and burn, the major decisions, firing Doug, hiring Nick, trading Carson, elevating Jalen, um, yeah. all the twists and turns, what, what kind of goes – through your mind about how unlikely this journey has been and how amazing it's been? What goes through my mind is that there are a lot of people that are way smarter than I am that are putting this thing together. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think any of us um, had the foresight to understand that back in that point that you're talking about two years ago and even three years ago that we couldn't see this coming to fruition no. and, and certainly so quickly. When you hire Nick Sirianni, first of all, getting rid of Doug, um, hiring Nick Sirianni in that first impression of Nick Sirianni, uh, but just continuing to shape this roster is what Howie was doing through this whole process. Um, Not really knowing what you were going to get out of Nick and hoping that Jalen Hurts was going to become what he has become, but none of us had a crystal ball, but, but Howie behind the scenes, just working his magic, acquiring people, and looking at the big picture of this whole thing, man, this thing is, it's a masterful job. I don't know if I've ever seen a job done better than the job that's uh, over the past couple of years that he's done and putting together this roster, not only the football roster, but the coaching staff around this football roster. So after the game, Jeffrey Lurie said uh, prior to the season, he sensed that this was the best team he'd ever had. Uh, Are they? In my eyes, yes, they are. Um, it's funny. Merrill was on an interview with a, with one of the stations out in San Francisco, and they asked him the question, uh, what's the weakness of this roster? And, and Merrill scratched his head trying to find a weakness of this roster, and he ended up telling the guy that there is no weakness. He didn't see a weakness. Punter. And the guy abruptly hung up the phone on him. <laughs> are you serious? Was wow. he conducting an interview and the guy hung up? Basically, yeah. Wow. The interview was oh, after after yeah, after Merrill told him that the this team didn't have a weakness <laughs> on the roster. Uh, the guy didn't want to talk to him any longer. Wow, holy man! But but he sees this roster the same way I see it. I think they're strong in every position on this football team. Um, hats off to the guys putting this thing together, the scouting department, and you know ultimately how we making the decisions. After the game, uh, Jalen Hurts talked about playing to our standard. Did he play to his standard against the 49ers? He did not, and I don't bite my tongue to say that. Um, He played well enough to win, but Mm -hmm. he didn't play to the Jalen Hurts standard. I know Jalen wants to be flawless, and he wasn't flawless in that game. There are a couple of opportunities that he had to hit on plays down the field uh, where he missed on plays down the field, and the passing game in general just wasn't as sharp as you would want it to be. But I still go back to this. This team, over the season, they found multiple ways to win football games. Um, They've had to dig and scratch and claw in different ways. It hasn't always been these games where in the fourth quarter, we know that the game is in hand. Some of these games have come down to the last couple of possessions. um, But they found ways to dig it out and win football games. That, to me is the mark of an excellent football team. Who's our best running back, Mike? 
What day is this, John? <laughs> I mean, we ran the heck out of the football, and 44 rushes each of the last two games, and it feels like things are leaning toward Kenny G. So Kenny G, some days, he's clearly the best running back. Miles Sanders, there have been days this season where he's clearly an awesome running back. And, in fact, I talked to the running backs coach the other day, and, and we were just talking about the growth of Miles, how he's matured as a running back. You remember those first couple of years where everything, he wanted to try and bounce it and outrun yeah. people. And now he's just so good at pressing the hole and having faith in his guys that they're going to do their job. And then, you know, they're able to split those lanes and allow him to run. Boston Scott sometimes looks like you should give him the ball every time. Yeah. So all three of these guys, they take turns in looking like that's the guy you should hand the ball to every time you have the football. Mike Quick with us here. Mike, let's talk about the game up ahead. You know, I'm struck by the greatness of Mahomes. Now he's going to be hampered. Yes. But, you know, there's guys that just transcend. Jordan, Gretzky, Brady. Yep. This Mahomes guy, man, when all is said and done, you know, he could be, he could be up there. How great is the challenge for this Eagles defense to face Patrick Mahomes? It's the biggest challenge that they'll have all year because he can do so many things. I don't even listen to the part where he's hampered. He's got an ankle injury. Um, I watched the game. Yeah, it's not moving as sharp as he's moved in the past, but by uh, next Sunday, a week from Sunday, I would venture to say you're going to have 100% Patrick Mahomes. And um, there's none better in creating magic at that position. And I haven't seen anyone in all the years I've watched football that can do the things that Patrick Mahomes can do. Mm-hmm. So the challenge for this defense is as big as any challenge that I've seen. Now, this defense is one that can break down your protections and cause that position a lot of problems. Uh, and if they're not doing that, then you're in for it. But this, this defense, uh, they can do that. Well, they know, can do it with four people, and they can yeah. they can devote seven people to the back end and, and trying to cover up those receivers. That's how good they are. The big reason why we can do it with four is Hassan Reddick. And we talk a lot about the massive improvement that Jalen Hurts has made this season. Yeah. How, how much better has Hassan Reddick gotten this season compared to what he was the, you know, the last few years? I don't think he's ever been near what he is right now. And I know he's had double-digit sacks in, in other seasons, but us right now, uh, he understands that he has a skill set that makes it difficult for anyone that they put on him. You watched how the 49ers tried to block him with the tight end. They're out of their minds. Was, they think yeah. they're going <laughs> to – you can't block us on Reddick with the tight end. You better have your best tackle, the best tackle on your roster there, um, and you still are going to have problems with him. It's the size – it's the speed, and it's the heart, the tenacity that hot, yeah. that Hassan plays the game with. He's so much faster than everybody that plays that position. Uh, he knows how to use his hands to get hands off of him. Um, and that first step, that quickness that he has, it's a problem for anyone trying to stop him, slow him up. Mike, have you texted with Big Red in the last 48 hours? I have not. I, I- will. But but I have not yet. Yeah. How much has Andy Reid changed as a coach since he was here? I don't think there's much change. I think he's that guy still. But what, what Andy is really good at doing is just coming up with things and, and just things that you haven't even thought of. He'll come up with things that you see that 
John, things that we did on the playground when we were kids. Yeah. I saw these guys last week <laughs> catch a pass and lateral the pass back. He's all the way downfield, yeah. and they're lateraling the ball back. That You know, that's a schoolyard <laughs> things that we did. Yeah. Uh, that little circle that they ran around three or four weeks ago, yeah. they, they it just he just comes up with things that are different than what anyone else is seeing. There are things that you might see you know, at a youth football game on a Saturday morning. Yeah. And Andy Reid, if it works, he's going to throw that kind of stuff in. It's, he's going to do something different. Yeah. No one's expecting uh, because that's just the way Big Red is. He, it didn't feel like he did all that stuff when – I was playing for him. You know, like it wasn't every week, hey, we're going right. to throw something crazy and new out there. Well, in the early years, Mike, different. Mike, you'll remember in the early years, and this is before John, I'm talking 2001, Andy Reid would run some trick plays because the offense yes. wasn't as good and he felt the offense needed it. I mean, I remember, uh, Mike, there was the uh, the fake field goal where the holder, yeah. and it might have been one of the Detmers, flips it over his – Flips the ball over it his was. shoulder, and and it was. and David Akers runs for a first down. It was amazing. Yeah, it was Coy Detman. So Andy always has stuff. He doesn't always use it, mm-hmm. but he always has these trick plays. He always had. So he was one of the first guys that really started to hit people on that jet motion, and and you know a lot of these little trick plays yep. behind the line of scrimmage. Um, I never saw anybody more consistent at converting plays on the shovel pass. When Andy yeah. started to shovel pass, That's it was true. just it, it always worked. He always has been able to come up with things that um, haven't worked or we haven't seen, but he's always got stuff in the back pocket. You know, the shovel pass was something that I I'd been in the West Coast offense yeah. when I was at Stanford, when I was in Oakland, and when I got here, that was the first time we were yeah. incorporating shovel pass. Deuce and B West, yeah, and they were both really good at it. Yeah. Mike, then the, go ahead, man. Then the entire league started picking up on the shovel pads because you could see how <laughs> yeah. well it works. Right. Mike, does the second ring for Big Red matter for our a higher elevation, his legacy? Uh, I think Big Red uh, has separated himself from the pack pretty well at this point, quite honestly. Uh, but this ring uh, – <laughs> This is not going to be easy for Big Red. He ain't getting it, Mike. Yeah. If he gets if he gets it, he's getting it in a different year. He ain't getting this one. No, I'm feeling what you're feeling. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Mike, when when are you, when are you flying out? Uh, I think I'm going out on Wednesday. Wednesday next week, you mean, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wednesday next week. Yeah. Well, Mike, awesome stuff, so, man. It's been a great journey this year. We look forward to talking to you next week. And uh, hey, by the way, I'll just ask you this quickly: Is this the best Philly sports team you've seen? Like, not just Eagles team, but you you've been here since the early '80s. Is this the best Philly sports team you've seen? Well, I don't know, man. I was here when Doc and yeah. Mo Cheeks and Moses and those guys. Uh, that was a real impressionable time for me. Yeah. So uh, I would say it's between those two in it my is. eyes. Yeah, I think that's yeah. exactly right. Mike, yeah. stay well, man. Have a, have a great time when you're it. out there. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Mike. Thanks. Take care. All right, there you go. It's pretty obvious if you hear people talk. It, it Most people are saying it pretty much comes down to this team in the 83 Sixers. 08 Phillies, 80 Phillies generally get skipped over. Flyers were obviously great in the 70s. I haven't heard anyone specifically make that, you know, say out of Flyers over this. I mean, this – see, here's the thing. I think people – I remember when we talked to Ray in October. We had Ray in studio. And this was before, John, the Eagles had convinced us of their greatness, let's say. They were probably 4-0, 5-0. But I remember Ray saying something like, you know, you don't have to be truly great to win in this NFL – 
you know, you just got to be the best of the group this year. I remember him saying something like that. And that's what I felt at the time. And then when October became November, it's like, wait a minute here. This is a historically great, not just Eagles team, NFL team. This is a great, because there's no weaknesses. And they just throttle teams. I mean, James, what's their, what's their point total in the, in the playoff, their differential? They're 69 to 14. And I went through That's the unbelievable. So if that you is. take the playoffs too and take out the two game Hurts didn't play, they're plus 204 on the season. They've outscored their opponents by 204 points in 19 games. And by the way, that's also pulling their starters out, you know, five or six or seven times in the fourth quarter. I mean, obviously it could have been higher. I mean, John, they easily could have scored more points in this game two days ago. Easily yeah. could have scored more. But they dethrottled. Yeah. They dethrottled against the Giants. To the phones we go. Let's talk to Shane right now. Hi, Shane. What's up, guys? Hi, Shane. <clears throat> What's going on? Sorry, my voice is a little hoarse. I was at that game on uh, on Sunday, man. It was crazy. The atmosphere was insane. Good job. Um, Good job being a part of that, man. Yo, it's super cool. You guys, um, first time caller, long time listener. I think I don't think I missed the show this year. Thanks, um, Shane. Yeah, of course, man. Uh, yeah, so I was at the fourth on uh, at the fourth row, um, right by the tunnel where they ran out, man. It was insane. Uh, the atmosphere was crazy, and, it, and as soon as Brock Purdy went out, it was just a big party, man. It was a big party in the stands, and I freaking loved it. You know, I didn't, oh, even, I didn't even know Josh Johnson was still in the NFL. I was yeah, like, wait, 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 right? Josh Johnson from like 10 years ago? I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I feel me. like we always, we always end up going against him. Like, I feel like we went against him, what, two years ago with Washington? I don't even remember. Was, wasn't he like the Bucks quarterback like yeah, a decade he's, ago? He's the guy who's gone from like eighteen, like this team to that team to this team to that team. He'll get like a random <laughs> start here and there over the And years. didn't he retire for about a year at some point? He might have. I don't know. He's, bou- <laughs> he he's Mr. Bounce Around yeah. guy. Oh, man. It was it was a spiritual experience, man. When the confetti was raining on my head, bro, oh, I cried a couple times, dude, watching the whole celebration. The awesome. trophy going out, man. Jalen Hurts singing. It was terrible. Oh, it but, was uh, terrible, oh, man. Really it bad. was, hey, man. Like, I'm a, I'm <laughs> a singer, too, it, and you hear how my voice is. Right, so, I mean, Jalen's not a singer, and his voice is terrible. All right, so Shane, give me, a, give me a famous number. Uh, I got to go with number one. It's the number one answer. Number one on the field, number one in our hearts. Let's go. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles. All right, nice job, Shane. Well, respect nope. the horse voice going for it. There. I like yeah. it. I like it a lot. Let's go to Charlie in Harrisburg. Hi, Charlie. Charlie. All right, Charlie, not ready to roll. We go to uh, Mike right now. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, my friends. How are we doing? Super, Mike. Can we just get it over with? I mean, we've been calling this, you know, a few of us have been calling this since, you know, late September. Like, it's just, it's here. I'm not in the least bit surprised. I just want to get it over with. And I just want to move on with life and then have a few more years of this. It's just a, it's such a wonderful, wonderful feeling to have the best team in the league, have something brewing for the next few years, and having that franchise, the franchise that we revered growing up when we watched the Niners. I hate to even say it, some of the, the Cowboys for a few years, the Giants, the Bears. We have that franchise now, guys. We have that franchise. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, the only thing I'll say, Mike, is be careful and looking to get this over so quickly. I, yeah, I don't. Understand I don't like that. that. Part, I don't like Mike. that. Like, I, I don't want to get it over with. I'm going to relish these days leading up to this game because I, I don't know that I've ever felt this confident about any team heading into a game. Like, I, I appreciate that they put themselves in a position of such dominance. Yeah, but Mike, and I think we should try to enjoy that and and 
you know. I understand that point. I, under, I understand. And Mike, point. Mike, I, part of why I say don't look to get it over with so quickly, and I mean, in six weeks, James Bradbury is probably not an eagle. In six weeks, weeks Hargrave is probably not an eagle. And Nick in, Sirianni talked about that. This in morning. three weeks, Jason Kelsey could be retired. Yeah, they've so got like two weeks left to enjoy those relationships, and and yeah. like we get to and we get a little peep fair. into that. That's, that's fair. That's fair. My, my my point is just for me, this has been a fait accompli for months. Yeah. So, yeah. I, on, on a different note, you guys having a good conversation before about how things could have changed with uh, with Carson and the whole thing. Yep. Here's an interesting thought, because we're so hung up on how much of a, a miss Jalen Rager was if we had taken Jefferson. Let's stop for a moment. What if Howie did draft Justin Jefferson? And what if Justin Jefferson and Carson had some, they had some kismet for a couple of years? We would not be where we are today. So that's the biggest myth. He might have made Carson look spin right there. Carson looks better, doesn't get Carson here. Correct. And we're like middling. That's the best myth of all time. It's possible. I like that. It's that, not you a, made me feel better. I've been so upset about that pick for yeah. so long. That was for you, buddy. That was for you. Now you can you can let it go. I mean, he probably would have helped him win an extra game or no, two. It's, so a, it's a really good spin. Their draft man. pick won't be as good. Yeah, I mean, you won't get Devontae yeah. here probably, all that. Yeah. All right, Mike, give me a big answer. Give me a famous number. When we were the Super Bowl boys, we were going to be partying like it's 1999. You got it, man. Mike, good that's call right there. Prince, Joe. Hey, that's well. You admit that's a good song. Yeah, that's one of the better ones. What do you think about Jalen wearing the Prince purple coming in the game? It's fine. It's all good, man. Okay. I got no problem with that. Jalen loves Prince. Yep. Because he Jalen does like it. Prince. He doesn't well? I th- I'm assuming, but uh, I think Jalen Jalen definitely likes appreciates. Prince. I, I would bet everything. I don't know. I have no, I have no idea. Um, Kelsey was just referenced. Gut feeling, John. Win or lose. Gut feeling. Does he retire or not? I don't think he does, but uh, you know that's just my own personal belief system projected onto <laughs> onto his situation. I just can't imagine walking away when you're an All Pro. I mean, you're the best in the NFL at your position. You're not trailing off. I understand. We he is we, a smart guy though, and he never, might want to prioritize remember, his body. Remember what he know? talked about after the last time they won the Super Bowl? We played it on the show. Him crying at the podium and yeah. talking about like I've 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 summit I've, I've achieved the oh, top yeah. of the mountain. Like I've done everything you can do in this this sport. I, I'm I've I've done the. Well, the he didn't top. say I did everything. He, everything. he said I he said did the ultimate the thing. The ultimate you thing, whatever. Yes. So then he gets to yes. do it again, and yeah. he's a, res- uh, a guy who has perspective, a guy who thinks about things and all that. I wouldn't be shocked if if they win, he does. I'll tell you what, I, I mean, I, I don't want to see it. I, I For his sake, I know that it just feels empty. And you, I mean, I there was no way I could have come back because I was no longer good. But in his situation, there will be callers. You know, if he retires, hey, just maybe, maybe, just maybe. I, I've been on teams where they're calling guys who retired. Hey, we need you back, that sort of thing. I wouldn't be surprised if he's getting a lot of pressure, if he decides to, you know, call it a career. Yeah. But, uh, man, he is incredibly talented in so many ways other than football. If anyone's going to make a success of that second yeah. career, it's Jason Kelsey. Well, that and the other thing that, you know, just gives me a little bit of like he might lean toward retire. Is he's a he's a smart guy, and what I mean by that is he he knows his body's beat up, but he can get out at a time when he survives football without a, a, a debilitating injury, hopefully. And 
Maybe there's the let me get out and save the body. Well, you know, I want to a lot more of that now than there yeah. was even ten years ago. I mean, you want to live for the next sixty years. I mean, guys, look at Chris Maragos. He sued yesterday. He sued doctors because he thinks he wasn't done right by medical advice that he received. And it's a sad situation. And apparently, I didn't see it, but apparently, people said he was limping. Chris Maragos is limping. He's probably thirty-five years old. You know, so I'm just, you know, it's uh, it's a brutal sport, man. I mean, you know, John. Two one five five nine two. 94-94. Coming up next, uh, we go inside the game. X's and O's related to that last matchup and what it means for the next matchup. John will take us there. That plus all, all the phone calls. Joe to Cameron, John Ritchie on WIP. Hey, this year, the only app you need uh, at the Super Bowl uh, party is uh, FanDuel Sportsbook in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, America's number one sportsbook. Download FanDuel Sportsbook now and sign up using promo code HAMMERS. You can bet Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat first bet. You get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Now, let me repeat that because that is an absolutely absurd offer and an absurd opportunity. You get $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win when you sign up using promo code HAMMER. And, of course, with FanDuel Sportsbook with Super Bowl 57, you can bet in so many different ways, from the money line to point spreads to all the player props, like who's going to score a touchdown and more. It's all there for you with FanDuel, which has an awesome app, safe, secure, and easy to sign up for. So lock in with FanDuel Sportsbook, the official partner of 94WIP, and make every moment more with FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Yeah, there's Prince. Why not? Show to Cameron, John Rich. This is one of his good songs. Um, so I was just thinking of something here, and I want to run something by you guys. We talked. We referenced Carson earlier in the show, and you know the twists and turns, and who knows if Jalen ever sees the field if Carson had played well and all that. So self-esteem is something we all hope to have in life. And let me say this: I mean what I'm about to say. I really mean this. I mean it as no disrespect to Carson, and I hope Carson lives a happy life. I really do. I I think he's a good person. I don't. I didn't know him personally, but even with the the stubbornness of Carson. I never thought he was a bad person. He did a lot that was charitable. I think he's a good person. He was difficult, obviously, um, and he got in his own way with his career. But I think he's a good person. But think about this, and again, put this under the umbrella of self-esteem for a moment. Can you imagine what Carson must be thinking right oh, now? Oh, buddy. Both his backups. Guys, the last backup <laughs> won the Super Bowl. Yeah. This uh-huh. backup's about to win the Super Bowl. Yep. Yeah. I, I mean, John, when you look in the mirror, if you're Carson Wentz, that can't be easy, man. I mean, that can't be easy. And, and, I, and I, I genuinely feel bad for the man because I don't want him to look in the mirror and think, boy, I'm looking at someone who just couldn't measure up, but he couldn't measure up. I, I can't imagine two backup quarterbacks winning the Super Bowl. It's unbelievable. It's, it's, it's actually unbelievable. Yeah. And probably I unprecedented. I thought about that. Has to be. I'm sure it is. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that perspective. Yeah. Uh, you know, you you were anointed the leader of the keystone of this organization that has been so outstanding yeah. over the last you know several years. You had every opportunity to to be that guy, and for whatever reason, and and I think we've put two and two together, and we can figure out that he was difficult that he was not one to take coaching, Right. that that part of the equation, him not taking coaching, 
prevented him from no ascending yeah. the way that both of these guys have with two different coaching staffs, by the way. Uh, that's yeah. really interesting. <laughs> Just listen to the coaches actually try to improve yourself rather than thinking you've already ar arrived because you've been anointed and paid accordingly. Yeah, he let it all slip away. All right, so here's the question. Seltzer, you're a smart guy. Temple tough. Does Carson Wentz watch this Super Bowl? Oh, man. No, I don't think he does. I don't think he does. I mean, John, that's I when, don't think he would either. That's actually. when you know a guy's in a bad spot yeah, within yeah. his career. He doesn't want to watch his sports pinnacle game. Yeah. And he certainly won't want to watch it with, you know, hey, let's have a party, 25 people. Because, you know, the 24 people must be looking at him like, yo, dude. Well, especially a unique thing where, like, he – I mean, I'm sure he's got friends. Like, I'm sure Lane of Johnson. Course. Like, he's still got friends who will be playing in the football game, you know? It's, hey, listen, it, he might watch. How close are those he, friends? I, I well, don't I don't know. know. We don't know. I don't know I'm just saying. Like, I'm sure he's got acquaintances, if nothing else. You yeah. Know? I mean, I remember his last uh, – yeah, his last game – he didn't yeah, even play. it was when but they were on the field. Him and Kelsey and Ertz stayed on the field yeah, for yeah. a while. Kelsey's close to him. So. And, and they've got that relationship centered to quarterback. But – doesn't you know? It felt like Ertz was close to him. Ertz is now you know no longer an Eagle. It's just wild, man. It's There's just not a... many left who are on Carson's. All side. right, to the phones we go two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Let's talk to Charlie right now. What's up, Charlie? Hey guys, sorry I had my headphones on. I guess you couldn't hear me. <laughs> no worries. Uh, Oops. Hey, I, I one thing I think we gotta uh, really think about with the Super Bowl is you know tomorrow is the start of uh, Black History Month and we have two black quarterbacks facing off and you know how how cool that is and absolutely you know what a what a great uh, opportunity is to elevate that and I mean not only that you think about like the lives these two guys have led and and the like presence of their father it's just such an awesome message going into the Super Bowl yep. and I hope it's something we don't lose sight of well so. thirty five I think mm. I think uh, today is the thirty five anniversary of Doug Williams and. That Washington team winning that Super Bowl. Of course, he was the first black quarterback to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, And absolutely. I was he the first black quarterback to start in a Super Bowl? Mm. That I can't remember. I don't think he was, but he was the first to win it for sure. Yeah, and uh, do you guys think, uh, I mean, I, I, I personally don't believe that they're going to change that underdog mentality, but how much do you think being the betting odds favorite kind of changes things with the, with the Eagles and our attitude? You know, I don't think it matters. Uh, I just think they're so confident, they're and so well, and good. so good. They're they're so so, so good is the better way to put it. Yeah, so good. And, yeah, and would, the fact that they're always they they're prepared. Uh, they don't seem to. Well, geez, you're not going to be unprepared for a Super Bowl with two weeks to get ready to play. The Rams were the Rams were against the Patriots. The Rams were caught off guard by Belichick in in one. I just I remember that their 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 offense struggled against what Belichick did to them defensively for close to three quarters. Hmm. It was a yeah. weird game. Well, I can understand. Yeah. I mean, that, they made things nebulous. That that Patriots defense, that was like they were on the front end of the we're going to make it a 3-4. Oh, maybe it's a 4-3. Exactly. Even versus odd, yep. they would be deceptive about that. I Yeah. I had to play that defense repeatedly. That That's part of why they were so tough, so I can understand why the Rams would have struggled. That's different than than not being like emotionally yeah. ready to play. I agree. I don't think yeah, this well, team needs that additional lift because Nick Sirianni and his staff do a great job of getting these guys ready, and it's the Super Bowl on top of it. Yeah, and one one final thing I'd agree with you guys on is I just want to savor every day of this because, you know, I mean, in two thousand eight when the Phillies won the World Series, you know, we thought we were going to be 
you know, winning multiple and multiple, and that never happens. So you just got to really enjoy this as it comes and, and celebrate it's it. true. You never know when you're going to be back. Yeah. Yeah, it's five years after the new norm, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> Charlie, give me an answer here for a famous number. Uh, in 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Yeah, that's a good yeah. one right there. Famous for sure. James, what do you got? So uh, Zach Kiefer, who covers the Colts for the Athletics, says the Colts have seven finalists after their first rounds of interviews for their coaching job. Uh, and one of those finalists is Shane Steichen. So Jeff Saturday, uh, Ejiro Evero, Raheem Morris, Wink Martindale, Rich Basaccia, Shane Steichen, and Brian Callahan. So Steichen has made it to the second round of interviews for the Colts. And Gannon has not. Yeah, Gannon. I don't think I don't know ever, if he initially I don't think he, ever, don't think he ever got interviewed by them. the Colts. Yeah, I think he was he'll, more Texans. Texans and maybe Denver, yeah. maybe. But but either way, uh, okay. Steichen is one of the if seven I'm, finalists. If I'm Steichen, I mean, it, that, that is not the greatest opportunity. I know it's a head coaching gig, yeah. but it's Jim Ursay. Yeah, the only thing that ever really seemed to work out there was Peyton Manning. Like, unless Peyton yeah. Manning's there, kind of – I mean, the Andrew Luck thing, they had a couple nice years, but they never really – put it together they do have a high pick for what it's worth this year i think they're like four or three or four or something like that so you know you could go in and draft a hey, quarterback. speaking of picks and coaches just a quick question gut feeling here gus uh sean payton's gonna land somewhere now whether it's this no, year or ne- yeah, no okay, whether it's this you. year or next year he's gonna land somewhere saints own his rights what kind of comp is that is that a i mean that's a first round pick oh yeah I so is that more than a first would be my guess like a first plus I mean, that's a unique situation. They can hold up the whole thing. But the does, Saints can say, nope, not not giving you Sean Payton. Give me two first round picks. Give me a one and a two. Well, I think I what don't know. Belichick? Is the was Shine he, he was sort of one, right when they trade for Belichick? The Jets thing? Well, there was a couple. There was the Parcells thing and the, the Belichick thing. I get him confused. There yeah, was, me too. That's why I was. There was the Gruden. Trying. Gruden got traded for a first round pick, I mm-hmm. think. I think so too. I forget what the Parcells and Belichick compensations were. Two of the craziest situations ever. All right, let's go to uh, to Paul in Northeast Philly. Hi, Paul. Hey, guys. Great show. Thanks, First Paul. First of all, I called last week. I said that the Eagles line was comparable to the 90 Cowboys. Uh, I still don't think they get enough credit. They just took the best defensive player or the defensive player of the year and basically neutralized. Yeah. I well, part of that is that part of that is yeah, Cowboys won three in four years. So if the Eagles do something like that, this line will then get more acclaim. That that is a differentiating factor. I and I agree. I agree. But I just think that Lane Johnson really doesn't get. I mean, Kelsey, Lane Johnson, Dickerson. These guys are to a point of their career right now where they're playing. Where I don't know what Andy Reid's going to do. I don't know what I don't know what he can do to stop them. Our quarterback doesn't have to play good, and we can dominate. You know, Listen, Paul, I, I agree with you. If if Chris Jones doesn't wreck the game, and he, he could. I mean, he is a great player. If he doesn't win his individual matchup and and disrupt plays and cause the, a first and 10 to become a second and 13, if he does not do that, I agree with you. I don't know what the Chiefs can do. He will do that sometimes. Sometimes, but you just don't want to see him He's do it six times. Player. If he does it once or twice, that's okay. Six times, you got a problem. Look, Paul, part of – Part of the the greatness of this O-line is that even when they're protecting our quarterback and he's throwing, it looks like run blocking, you know, because of the RPO stuff, because of the the read option stuff. If I'm Steve Spagnuolo, I am looking at the way we have pass protected for the majority of the year, not not necessarily the last couple games. 
uh, because it's been better. But there have been weaknesses. There have been moments where we, as a pass-protecting unit offensive line, have not been consistent. And so I would imagine they're going to try to do what uh, Wink Martindale did, which is confuse the guys. Conf- you know, they are incredible, like from a physical perspective. But there have been times where they've had MAs, missed assignments. They haven't picked up individual blitzers. And I think they'll try to capitalize on that. And also, the Jones guy is just lights out. I mean, he really he is, is a good. dominant yeah. player, and he will get some. He will get his to, at some point yeah. in this game. Let me ask you a question. Did you see last week they changed their running game instead of – this is what I'm being told. Instead of going strong side, they went weak side and pulled Kelsey. We dominated. We dominated after oh. that. Well, I don't know how frequently it, they did that, but they do that sometimes. On the touchdown, yeah. on Miles' uh, – one of his touchdowns, they pulled Kelsey. And it's it's the same – plays i mean like inside zone outside zone but now you've got a lead blocker kelsey becomes a fullback on the outside zone and that worked great but it it wasn't it wasn't uh it wasn't a huge departure i mean we've done that before uh i but hey if it works yeah for sure go back paul give me a big answer a famous number number 12 most underrated guy, the guy who changed the NFL, in my opinion, Randall Cunningham. It's funny. I, I, thought, think... I, th- I thought you were going to say Namath. Uh, Randall certainly did change the NFL. Name- a lot of good 12. Namath had a good hand in, in helping the NFL as well, you know, with Super Bowl three. Uh Yeah, number 12, Stallback. Uh, sorry to, you know, I mean, I'm not a Cowboys fan. Although, no, first thought like Stallback. <laughs> I will say, when I met Stallback, which is about three or four years ago at the Maxwell Awards, I did feel a sense of, like, it's Roger Stallback. Yeah, all. Like, oh, yeah, I'll say it. Oh, I felt all. <laughs> Freaking Roger Stallback, man. He played in the Army Navy game in front of you know JFK as president. It's kind of cool. Come on, man. I, I love watching that. him play for the Cowboys back in the day. Uh, no, 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 no. I I appreciate that he retired and handed the reins to Danny White, and then the Eagles smoked Danny White in 1980 Championship game. I like that a lot. Let's the go 12s, to the 12s were numerous, though. It felt like wasn't Alabama like 12 was their number for their quarterback for a long time. I don't know because it could that be. was Namath. That could be the name of thing. Uh, but Terry Bradshaw was 12. Yes, he was. Aaron Rodgers more modern. Yep. 12. Uh, it just. I think there's a lot more. Isn't this something you should be rattling off, Joe? Well, yeah, but when I go Jim Kelly, quiet, was he 12? He, he was, was 12. 12, yeah. By the way, I thought of Jim Kelly last night. Why? Because Joe Burrow might be the next Jim Kelly. Ooh, well, not quite. And get no, the, yeah. guys, he, I mean, yeah, I'm just, when all is said and done, I'm not saying get there for, I'm just saying he might be really great, well, but not great enough. Well, especially because that team, historically cheap as a franchise, and... They still have to pay Joe Burrow, and that changes a lot of things after that. Yeah, and they're going to have to pay him soon. That's my point. Yeah. If they pay Joe Burrow, are they going to spend yeah. that? Like, you know, like Jeffrey Lurie's willing to sign checks. He's willing to sign bonuses. He's willing to do all that stuff right. that allows Howie to do his cap stuff. That's how that stuff works. Yeah. Like, the owner has to be willing to do that, and I don't know if the Bengals' owner will. It's an interesting point. I do think, John, it's a shame. Kelly gets shortchanged historically. He was sensational. Yeah. But because they didn't win a ring, people were like, oh, you know. Right. It's like, no, no, that guy was really awesome, man. Unstoppable. Well, stoppable. He was, he was stoppable. Well, close, unstoppable close until to the unstoppable. very last game <laughs> exactly, of, of, the, exactly. of the year. Close to unstoppable. Let's go to Rocky right now. He was unstoppable at the end of Rocky 2 and 3 and 4. Hi, Rocky. 
Hey, how you guys doing? Good, man. Notice I said the end because you, you know, I mean, it's, it, Clubber got you in the you know middle part of Rocky Three, but that's a whole nother. Thing. Yeah, you didn't have the eye of the tiger. Yeah, yeah. Well, I used to box when I was in the army. Wow. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I'm going to be 65 here real shortly. Um, to me, this is the best Eagles team that I have seen in my lifetime, and the reason why I say that is. They play as a team. There's no egos. They're happy for one another. Yeah. It doesn't matter if if AJ is scoring or if De- De- um, Devontae is scoring. Well, I, I, They're Rocky, happy I, for one another. I agree with one exception. It did matter to AJ two games ago, and that disappointed me. Well, you, I, I was going to bring that up also. That's not a one-time thing either. I, I don't think – the most glaring I don't one. Think, I don't think he was really – uh, disgruntled. If you remember correctly, he got hurt on that second uh, pass. Yeah, but if him. you listen to what Sirianni said and what A.J. Brown himself said, it wasn't just, oh, I'm bummed that I'm banged up. He he was frustrated he didn't get the ball more. He, quote, got hurt, but then he wasn't on the injury list the following week. It was emotional. Correct. But, uh, well, Interesting. Okay. So you think that kept him uh, right. down on the ground even longer? Yeah. But, wow. but the other... The other part, too, is when was the last time that they actually had a quarterback that is really the leader of that team? He, it seems like he, they all fall in on what he says. No question. Yeah. Listen, no Foles had, had a good chunk of that. I, I don't know if it's to the yeah. same extent, but it was short-lived but with Foles. Foles benefited from the fact that they had a doofus before him. Like, <laughs> I agree. They, they were right. like, oh, man, we got to follow yeah. this guy when it was Carson. And then everyone right. relished, you know, they, they jumped on the, the Nick bandwagon. They liked him better. He was a cooler guy. Better leader. Right, right. Everything. Yeah. I mean, right. that Chris, that Chris uh, Long shrine. Yeah. You don't do that if you don't believe it. I mean, it's it's a little tongue in cheek, jokey, but it's rooted in we actually believe in. Well, this you guy. saw yeah. it in the mic'd up in the Super Bowl. I mean, you can yeah. see it. You can see the calm, the way the guys believe in him. You know, first of all, I love you guys. Before the last drive, like he just had that you know calm under fire type of feel to him yep. that I think really mattered to them. All right, Rocky, give me a great yeah, answer. It, give me a famous like, number. I, I will. And it's like there's no divas on this team. Uh, yeah. It's kind of a good number and a bad number. Nine nine eleven. That is a very famous number. There's no question about that. So, John, I just had an idea. We have for, I think, four of the last five years, generally me, one time you got involved, put out a uh, call to action to Seltzer near the start of a year to get somebody on the show by the end of the year. And through the years, he's oh for like seven or eight people. No Kirstie yeah. Alley. Zero. He didn't get Apollo Creed on. He didn't get. I mean, Kirstie Alley's now dead, so you can't even get her on there anymore. You didn't get Elizabeth Shue on. You didn't get Stallone on. You didn't get Martin Sheen on. You didn't get Bradley Cooper on. Um, So you're an 04, James, but we still love you. John, how about this year? And we're giving him, this is January 31st. He would have 11 months to do it. How about this year, the, the, the target? Are those people still on the table, by the way? Like, well, they like are. Jimmy yes. could they are. get a Lizzie yes. Shoe. Yes. Still? Yes. He'll still like, be an O for that year, but yes, he can redeem himself to an extent. Okay. But how about this year? Especially because Eagles going to win the Super Bowl, and his perspective would be fascinating to hear about. How about this year, the target is Nick Foles? Oh, yeah, How's everyone great. doing? That'd be great. I mean, James. Okay. Can you take on that? I mean, yeah. I, I know he might be on a different team. He might not. He might retire. He might not. Can you 
Can you do that, James? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'm gonna. I'll try. I, I'm not gonna say yes because I'm over, so I'm not gonna like. You know, it's but a yeah. reasonable request, though, it's right? It's the most reasonable. Yes. I mean, obviously, it would be incredible if you can pull it off in the next eight shows we have, sure. because the Eagles are about to play in the Super Bowl and. Maybe oh, Nick Foles man. could lend his perspective before the Eagles play in a Super That'd Bowl. That'd be something. Right? Yeah. I mean, I started putting a list together last night, and you bet your ass Nick Foles' name was on that list. And now, uh, James, I don't expect you to get Andy Reid on in the next, you know, eight days. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, like, like I want to, let's, let's, you know, I, I want to hear from Joe Banner. He hired Andy Reid. I want to hear from Jason Kelsey's mom, Seltzer. Let's go, let's go, man. Come on. We got eight shows until they play in a Super Bowl. But Nick Foles this year. That's Foles. okay. So, John and Joe Banner and Kelsey's mom. Yeah, they're all. Well, no, no, no. That's just the, 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 that is the two week list. Nick Foles is Got the it. twelve is the eleven month list. Nick Foles is the target this but year. That would be awesome to talk to him before this game. It would be I mean, great inside the head of the guy who just you know won us a world championship totally years ago. Yeah. How did that all transpire? What's it like to win a Super Bowl? Yeah. Like, what's it like to prepare for a Super Bowl? So anyway, we'll we'll see what James can do, and obviously December thirty first, we expect to announce that he uh, went for oh for this year as well because that's kind of <laughs> his custom. But we still love him. We do. We actually love him. I but... actually I believe Jimmy will succeed <laughs> in this endeavor. I'll be flabbergasted in the John. next eight days. I think he can do it. <laughs> oh, the next eight days. It's, what's Nick? It's I don't think Nick he can Foles. do it in the next eight months. Nick is not playing. You know, like <laughs> he he's thinking about you know the next stage, and I, oh, I think he's gettable love. for the love. We'll find out. All right, let's go to Kirk right now. Hi, Kirk. Hey, guys. How are you? Kirk, do you Great, believe in Seltzer's ability to get Nick Foles this year on the show, or is it just going to be a, another just, you know? Oh, this is going to be another offer, I think. Yeah, I, I think so. Space, oh. But, uh, oh, this, it's, a, it's a tough uh, – Kirk, you ava- you, of little faith. Kirk, you available to be a producer of a morning show, Sports Talk Radio <laughs> in Philadelphia? If the money is right. <laughs> there you go. Hey, guys, um, really quick, I have a, a point. I want to talk about um, best Philly teams of all time. Yep. So I'm, I'm 52 years old, so, um, so I'm going to go way back to the Flyers of that 75-76 team. Yep. And, I, I mean, I was just – I was a young buck, but I can appreciate, like, you know, just watching um, sports back then, not understanding it, of course. But if you take a look at – the Flyers, like that team, that 75-76 the highlight of the season is that they, they destroyed the Red Army sure. team from the Russians. Yeah, um, and, the, and the irony is that's the Flyers group of those three years that did not win the Cup because they won yeah. the Cup 74 and 75. Look, that team obviously was sensational. I mean, three Hall of Famers right off the top with Bernie, Bobby, and, and Barber um, and a style that the league was struggling with, to say the least, so – um, and also something that team has that no other team has had since the 48 and 49 Eagles back-to-back titles. Exactly. Back-to-back exactly. titles. Exactly. And I, I just wanted to at least put that team. I get you it. Know, give them their, their flowers and all. Like, you know, and I'm not going to be a, um, a pessimist or anything like that. I'm very confident that, you know, we're going to go into um, Arizona and take care of business and all. But my question to you guys is, what are going to be the most concerns going into this game? Obviously, you know, um, you know, in my thoughts, uh, just our punting game has just been inconsistent, um, giving a short field to yeah. Holmes in that offense. Yeah. Um, and then also, like, you know, just, you know, uh, our LBs, like, um, matching up with Kelsey, you know. Yeah. 
Kirk, um, Kirk, I'll tell you this. You bring up some good points, but I have one main concern that Patrick Mahomes makes plays. Yeah. I mean, I, honestly, I, th- I mean, I'm not, I hate to make it so simple, but that the Eagles are in good position. Pass rush is getting near them. But Patrick Mahomes does Patrick Mahomes things, and he makes plays in ways that Eagles quarterbacks, that the teams they've faced this year haven't been able to make, and that slays the Eagles. I don't think it'll happen, but if the Chiefs win – if the Chiefs win, that will have happen. happened. It'll happen occasionally. That's how the Chiefs win. It's what they do. He's that good that he will succeed in this game. But again, it's not about occasion. two or three plays. You can't have it happen eight or nine times. That two or three plays, you win the game. Eight times, you lose the game. I mean, that's what it comes down to. Kirk, give me a famous number. So I'm going to go with a number that um, has a lot in our history um, on the negative side. But for me personally, it's all great because – it was the uh, founding year of my alma mater, the Virginia Union University, 1865. 1865, sure, end of the Civil War, no question. John, what is your greatest concern on the Eagles in this game? Uh, zero blitz pickup. You know, zero blitz means no safety in the middle. We know Steve Spagnolo. he just likes to send the house. He did that when he was with the Giants. He does that now. And if we show that we struggle, at picking any of that up, meaning there's a free hitter yep. on our quarterback, which we just saw a couple weeks ago against the Giants. He'll just keep doing it. And I don't have – I think that's our offensive line's weakest point, you know, the, the yep. understanding of who to pick up when. Uh, they're great at grading people, you know, G-R-A-T-I-N-G, just getting firing out and, and run blocking. But if it's a surefire pass situation and you have to kick step out and you have to know exactly, you know, read it all out, we're not always good. And we struggle, especially, you know, the guard spots. Yeah. They're just not great pass protectors. And it, our our left tackle, Jordan Maialata, he's still new to the game. I don't care what you say. He hasn't seen it all before, and Spagnolo is going to throw it all out there. Yeah, that's a good point. It is. Hey, up ahead at 1220, the Sirianni interview with Angelo from this morning. So that's coming up in about a half hour, Sirianni with Angelo. That plus phone calls throughout the show. Joe DeCameron, John Ritchie on WIP. The birds are heading to Arizona, and you can be there to win it all with the Game Time app. Get your tickets on the Game Time app, and you'll get $100 off your tickets by using the promo code RADIO100. You'll see exactly where your seats are in the stadium and even get a virtual view from the seats. It's so amazing. And you'll save that $100 that you can put toward your flight, your hotel, or your tailgate. Pull up the Game Time app, find the seats you want, use the promo code RADIO100. Game Time, last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network. From big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.